morning. My name is Jay Rosenthal. I'm the co-founder and president of the Business of Cannabis. This is BFC Live for Monday, July 13th, 2020. BFC Live is a video and podcast production of the Business of Cannabis since 2017 through our web, social, video, and podcast channels, as well as real-world and virtual events. We've highlighted the companies, brands, people, and trends driving the global cannabis industry. We encourage you to explore all that we do at businessofcannabis.ca. As a reminder, all of these BFC Lives are available via podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, we encourage you to subscribe and rate them when you find them. Coming up, a conversation with Lucas McCann of CanDelta. They are the official regulatory advisory of Business of Cannabis, and it will be an important and timely conversation specific to what's happening in Ontario about retail. Here's what we're up to at BFC this week. Today, as we noted, CanDelta will be joining us as well. Our newsletter was just released. You can find it on businessofcannabis.ca. Tomorrow, we'll be joined by Ika Washington of Diversity Talk. We are co-producing an event with Diversity Talk on August 27th called Social Equity in Practice. As well, on Tuesdays, we release our benchmark updates from our friends at Cannabis Benchmarks. On Wednesday, we'll be joined by Liz Tahura, the co-founder and president of BDSA, for our weekly insights conversation with her. On Thursday will not only be our job of the week with our friends from Cannabis at Work, but Rob Hayden of Tokyo Smoke, the one in Yorkville, and uh, 420 Love will be joining us talking about cannabis retail in Ontario. He'll have something to say, I'm sure. And then on Friday, we'll switch gears a bit to talk about medical cannabis in Canada. We'll be joined by Ali Mohammed of Light Clinic. As well, we have a series of events coming up that we think you should know about coming up on July 29th. A cannabis forward event titled Can BC Lead Cannabis in Canada Again? It is presented by Robic. Our friends at Council 45 in Vancouver will be hosting it. Please sign up on our website. On August 7th, we'll have a lunch and learn titled So You Want to Open a Cannabis Retail Store. It is noontime Eastern on August 7th. The team from CanDelta will be there to not only present but answer questions you may have. And then finally, as we mentioned, on August 27th in the evening, another Cannabis Forward event co-produced with our friends at Diversity Talk titled Social Equity and Practice. All of this and more you can find on our website. As always, follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, as well as on our website at businessofcannabis.ca. We would also like to take a moment to thank our ongoing partners, Cannabis at Work, Cannabis Benchmarks, CanDelta, and BDSA for their ongoing support. And as you learned last Friday, we are protected by our friends at ALSIT, our email and IT services in particular. Now enjoy this conversation with Lucas McCann of CanDelta, the official regulatory advisory of Business of Cannabis. Enjoy. Lucas McCann, happy Monday. Jay Rosenthal, back at you. <laughs> yeah, so happy. Ha- when, I answer, when I ask the question for this week, for Ask the Experts, you will decide who is happy with this question. How's that? Sounds good. Um, it's not a happy Monday for everybody, it turns out. Uh, here is the question we received to ask you. We recently heard from the AGCO that we have passed our final inspection. Yay. Next thing we know... We received an email saying we won't be licensed for five more months. Is there anything we can do? Question mark, sad face. This has been quite the week for retailers. I got to say, we've been on a roller coaster that has not ended for three months. Ups and downs all over the place. Um, a lot's happened in the last few days that are probably worth mentioning. So maybe we can start with the first one. 
<clears throat> this is not AGCO yet, but I'll, I'll dive into that shortly. I saw a petition uh, that is for the abolishment of the Ontario Cannabis Store, at least in terms of its monopoly on curbside pickup or, sorry, delivery services, right? Um, so that's going around at endocsmonopoly.com. So uh, folks may be interested in, in participating in that um, too. And there's a link in this week's newsletter on businessofcannabis.ca. Fantastic. That is something that's garnered a lot of attention in the retail space, and I think that's great. Um, but before we dive into the question, I also wanted to remind folks that we do have our second article coming out in uh, the journey to becoming a, a cannabis retail uh, owner and operator. Uh, so look for that on, on Wednesday as well. But to get into the meat and potatoes of your question, or if you're a vegan, I guess, um, the potatoes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and the nutritional yeast, yes. Yes, of course. Um, Great. So is there anything you can do? We've heard this question uh, more times than we would like to admit with folks that have worked with us or folks that have just reached out and, and had questions about this. You, what do we do with this, uh, this five more month wait time that we have once our store is, is ready, waiting, and effectively just sitting there empty? And, uh, you know, owners are bleeding money right now. That, that's a great question. The AGCO has committed to, or I, I should say the Ontario government has committed the AGCO to only issuing five RSA licenses per week. That's 20 a month. Um, and, and that's a very, very low number. I mean, the rate at which they've issued the licenses has been constant, but what hasn't been constant is the queue behind uh, all of those retailers trying to get their licenses. Uh, so it's very, very frustrating and it seems very anti-business. Anti uh, it seems as though it's set up almost to favor the OCS. So maybe that, that survey has sort of somewhat related to my previous point. Um, very, very good question. So this is, this is a very tough point to stomach. What we've been looking at now is how we can convince the Ontario government that this is good for business. This is really, really important. So what I would encourage all to do that have been affected by this, whether you've worked with us or not in the past, is just to send us an email stating your interest in this uh, to info at candelta.com. And what we're looking to do is to engage some government regulatory experts, our friends over at Hill and Knowlton, to see if we can launch a campaign to lobby the Ontario government to get them to increase the number of RSA stores that are being issued each week. It is our thought that this is coming down from the Ontario government and the AGCO has the capacity, regardless of anything they've said, they do have the capacity to issue more licenses, especially in the cases where the stores have passed their final inspection. But they will only issue just exactly as many, 5.00000 licenses per week under that, that particular order from the Ontario government. So we're looking to change it. So if you have an interest in becoming part of this campaign, send us an email. Let's talk. Let's have a chat. Well, I have an interest, not only because I think it's, it's good for the industry and good for this program and good for business again, but as a neighbor of three stores that seem to be very, very close to being ready, like it's bad for business. And I don't mean their business, of course it is, but I mean like the foot traffic in a neighborhood where these cannabis retailers have taken up leases for a long period of time in some cases, and they just can't open. And when they can't open, it's just a, it's a missing tooth in a really important sort of retail strip generally. I don't even want to talk about how people are, are, are thinking and feeling right now after seeing this question or, or seeing this pop up in the news when they've just started down the process and now they're looking and they're, they're doing the math now and they're like five a week. I'm not going to be open until 2024. 
Right. And under that math, they're right. We do have some hints from the AGCO that they are going to improve that number by the fall, but that's really too late. And that's still going to push people out into operating in mid-2021. We don't want that. So we want to change this. If retailers are ready, if they've passed their final inspections, they should be allowed to open. And if you're part of that, that, that uh, affected group, then send us an email. Info at candelta.com. Let's, let's get together. Let, let's, let's unite and, and see if we can't make history here. Well, I, I'm in favor of that, and we'll continue to talk about it. We have a couple uh, retailers, I think, coming on this week. Uh, Rob Hayden from Tokyo Smoke and 420 Love. Uh, so we'll talk to him about that. But, but we've also been having this conversation with you guys because it is super important. And it's, it just seems, and I don't mean to sound like a baby, but it seems wrong, right? Like these people have put, in many cases, tons and tons of money into it, of course. But also, Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. But also, it's not... It, there's nothing holding it back. If they were saying, look, we don't have enough supply to supply all these stores, that would be one thing, but that is also not the case. We know that because we saw stats last week that this huge backlog or, or just inventory just waiting to be sold. And so um, it, it seems like there's some artificial holdup to, to limit the number at five a week. That's exactly the word we're looking for. It's artificial. It's, yeah. it's created and it doesn't need to exist and it's not necessary. Yeah. Um, you know, in addition to that, we've seen policies been changed every 24 hours for what retailers can actually do. You know, COVID happened. We were in quarantine. Great. You know, I get it. They stopped issuing RSA licenses. Why did they do that? You know, you go all the way through the process until you get your license. Then, you know, with, with some help from our, our, our lobbying friends, we were able to uh, unblock that process. And now RSAs have been issued. We're still under emergency orders, by the way. Um, and then in addition to that, you know, we went on to another high, pun, pun intended, where we had curbside delivery and pickup added to the list of things that we could do. In response to that, we wrote SOPs that were allowing folks to be able to remain compliant and uh, still have access to the information they need to be able to, to run their store and, and to allow for, uh, for those added services that could be offered. And now they're being stripped away. But you can still order alcohol in Ontario from Uber Eats. What? the crap is going on, Jay. This is not right. Something smells a little fishy on a Monday morning. Well, there's a whole redress of grievances happening, and I like it. Um, and it comes from sort of my background as policy and a government, so I, I'm with it. Um, so, so, Lucas, we're going we're gonna to send people as we, as we uh, run this today. We'll, we'll put links to where to find the petition, how to get in touch with you guys. Um, but, but they're really, I mean, the, the questions that this person sent in, they are, you can multiply that times scores and scores of people who yep. are currently in the queue, but also probably scores and scores more who are interested in doing this and think they either have a, a great property they want to do this on or a great idea or a great retail concept. And we just have to open the gates. And, and look, I'm all in favor of opening the gates and seeing who, sink, who can sink and swim. That's what we're seeing. We've seen in Alberta over the past year. Right. That's what we should see here. And they won't all be successful. They won't all fail. But then we'll at least know who's going to succeed and fail as opposed to lining up basically for, for one person to succeed, the Ontario Cannabis Store and everybody else to fight it out. Yeah, and for those that have you know just started down the process, I have one piece of advice: you don't be discouraged. This this will be something that will be adjusted. It's just a matter of when. Uh, we will get you open, but you know let's 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 move preemptively, or sorry, postemptively now, and, <laughs> and and take the right steps to to sort of unify you know an effort. I mean, you could be basically speaking to that retail operator that's literally just across the street from you, um, you know. But we all have a common goal here, and that's uh, that's a free market. You know, and that's yeah. a free market. It's curbing the illicit market. It's preventing diversion into the illicit market. And it's protecting youth from unsafe cannabis that has been purchased from the illicit market as well. And those are all great causes. That, that's why we went down this legalization road in the first place. It's the missing link in the supply chain. It's going to help our LPs. And it'll boost our economy by injecting more capital into it. 
Well, Lucas, you are fired up for a Monday morning. I like it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, business of cannabis is serious stuff. So, you know, <laughs> you, you come here with your, your game hat on, right? Better come with your A game. Uh, Lucas McCann, thank you as always for the partnership with Candelta. Thank you for your, your leadership and sort of advocacy efforts on this front. And we will connect with you as we go. We look forward to releasing with you on Wednesday, article number two on So You Want to Open a Retail Cannabis Store. Um, and in the context of what's happening, it's, uh, it's very good timing. So thank you. Jay, my pleasure. Catch you next week. Thank you. Happy Monday. We'll see you later. Bye.